You're listening to The Honest Report. A weekly podcast analyzing media coverage of the Arab-Israeli conflict, anti-Semitism, and radical Islamic terrorism. Here's your host, Rob Walker. It's no secret that when it comes to media coverage, Israel often doesn't get a fair shake. Whether it's being accused of apartheid, illegal occupation, excessive force, or some other claim du jour, the Jewish state is frequently being maligned in the news media and indeed on social media as well. There are many ways to combat this misinformation, of course, but for people around the world, Jews and non-Jews alike, Perhaps the best way to lift the veil on the falsehoods and shine light on the truth is to see Israel in person for what it is, warts and all. For decades, Momo Lifshitz has done exactly that. He founded Oranim, a birthright tripper operator which brought tens of thousands of students to Israel. And for the last 11 years, he has been working to bring foreign students, Jews and non-Jews, to Israel to study for a period of time. Israel is known internationally as a startup nation. And it's no surprise then that a growing number of students from around the world looking for a leg up in this tech field specifically are studying in where else but Israel. It is no secret that these efforts have become more than just an educational agenda. They are also aimed at showing the true face of Israel. And in the face of seemingly endless anti-Israel misinformation, the need has never been greater to show the truth about Israel. And these students coming home after Israel come equipped with real-life experiences that they can showcase and tell. Join us for an engaging podcast with Momo Lifshitz. I'm Robert Walker, and welcome to the Honest Report podcast. Today, our guest is Momo Lifshitz. He's the founder and CEO of Lirom Global Education, also known as Study in Israel, LLC. He's also the founder of Oranim Education, um, and Oranim has sent actually in the past, you may recall them, they're one of the birthright providers. They sent more than 1,200 buses of young people to Israel uh, over the courses of many years. And for the last 11 years, uh, Momo has been helping to really lead a lot of students from all around the world coming to Israel for study, for learning, um, and really to help uh, strengthen and solidify uh, Israel's uh, reputation as a tech hub. And we'll chat about that. Uh, so Momo, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. Shalom from Israel. It's our, uh, it's our pleasure. So obviously you've been involved for a long time really at helping to bring students, both Jews and non-Jews from around the world uh, into Israel to study. Um, what are some of the lessons sort of that you've learned about, uh, you know, what are the best ways to make sure that students really see the best of Israel when they get there um, and sort of not the, the, the desanitized version of what they're reading about in the newspaper? I tell you, the main problem that we are facing is uh, actually, we are, I think we're going to have to, I'm going to speak about two is number one, the hypocrisy of the world. And number two is ignorance. People don't know anything about Israel. I'll give you an example. Uh, the size of Canada is um, square kilometers is almost 10 million square mm-hmm. kilometers. The size of Israel, including what they called Palestinian authorities is under 30,000. So Canada is 450 times bigger than Israel. And people don't understand that this is a small country with 9 million people surrounded by enemies with great people living in the country, very friendly, very welcoming, 
looking for peace, looking for happy life. And the mission when you bring people to Israel, Jews and non-Jews alike, is to make them fall in love with Israel. And so one of the things that have been, uh, you know, you've made a name for yourself, Momo, as somebody who has an unapologetic uh, uh, view of, uh, of Zionism. How do you sort of square that with uh, a lot of the, let, let's say, discomfort that some people have about, you know, your view? I mean, you've pushed that uh, Zionism has to be sort of muscular and assertive, um, but that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. How do you, how do you square that? Okay. First of all, Zionism do not need to be muscular. I'm a left wing or maybe center uh, politically. My views are centrally to the left. I'm not, muscular is not the name of the game at all. Mm. And whatever I know, whatever I believe, I don't need to square. What is the problem? People are listening uh, to media and the ends of people on the computers um, in the social media is very easy. People are writing creps about Israel. People are writing lies. People are telling lies. And people, because they don't know, not because we're speaking about bad people. They don't know better because nobody gives them better. Um, that's what they say. So what I'm doing is I don't care what people think about what I'm saying. I'm telling people, you don't agree with me, that's great. Still, you're going to listen to what I have to tell you because I'm a leader and you young people, what you miss is leaders who are going to give you a way to go. And do you think I'm speaking about creating an army or going to, fight, to a war? Let me tell you, um, most of your audience uh, never been to a war, but I've been. So I know the taste of war. And war is ugly and disgusting. Mm. Don't watch uh, Hollywood films about war. This is nothing nice in war. People die in war. Innocent people die in war. We Israelis, we, we hate war what you, more than you can imagine. But the neighborhood we are living at, you guys living in what? Like um, snow or let's say ice in the north? Two oceans, both sides, and America, the United, Sta United States. Our neighborhood is not the same. And the big problem happening now, unfortunately, radical people from both sides are turning this debate into a, into a religious debate. It's so dangerous. When students, you know, let's see, who are not Jewish, or even those who are Jewish, uh, obviously in the past you know whether through Oranim, you know, birthright, uh, or through other, other study in Israel programs, Many students, even Jewish ones, come to Israel who are perhaps quite ignorant about Israel. What are, in your experience, Momo, sort of the biggest misconceptions that they have, and how do those get addressed living in Israel? Or do they get addressed? I mean, can somebody spend six, eight, ten months in Israel studying and yet never really, you know, dig beyond the media superficial headlines that they've read about back home? If you live in Israel for six months, even for ten days, for two weeks, you're going back different person. You, you, you're not going back the same. It's different ball game. Because all the ignorance, uh, how like the, people think, you know, I've been to Canada many, many times. I've been to Toronto. I've been to 4,600 Butters, which is the Lipa Green building of the Jewish Federation. I've been to Torin Hill, to all these places, Vancouver, um, Montreal, uh, Ottawa, I've been to all these universities. I had my own case in Concordia. 
with Palestinian students years ago, I know how it works. The problem is loudy, ignorant people with hate speaking up and naive people, nice people that has no knowledge following them. Mostly, by the way, Jews playing the role of nice Jew. I'm a nice Jew versus sure. Israelis who are bad Jews. So let me tell all these uh, uh, Jewish people, we are not bad people. We, I personally, I wish the Palestinian all the best. I, leave, I wish every person in the world only the best, but I wish my family best the first, which is like so natural. But the hypocrite world accepted all over with the exception of Israel. Why is that? God knows. So, I mean, we talked earlier before about, um, you know, about your work bringing, uh, bringing students to Israel and, and the opportunities for education there uh, before they bring, uh, if they decide to go back home, obviously the, uh, uh, the new skills and, um, you know, life lessons they've learned. Technology, of course, is a huge part of life in Israel today. Israel is known as a startup nation, obviously a very quickly burgeoning tech hub. Tell us about your work um, with students from around the world coming to Israel as a tech hub and some of those experiences and, and learning opportunities that they've come home with. Listen, Israel is offering great opportunities uh, to study. Really great and extremely practical. Uh, I think Israel is number, although we are so small, only 9 million, 9 million people. This is the size of Israel. People think we are a gigantic country. So we're offering people to come to study with us. I speak specifically of a program that I am involved very deeply and I believe in it. It's called ITC, Israel Tech Challenge, but better to say ITC.tech, ITC.tech. I tell you, I tell you something, in this world, like when I went to university, I studied political science and sociology. Even then, 40 years ago, there was no value to this degree with the exception of um, going into grad school. Now, it's even less. We preparing people to work in high-level position of the high-tech world. Some jobs, some courses that we have are offering people to study uh, that they don't need any knowledge in advance. They can come scratch, know nothing. We have a screening process, but if they are accepted, they can start studying from scratch. Simple as that. And But there are some courses like, like data sciences that you need to have a degree in STEM. Uh, you need to start um, your, your studies with us with a big knowledge in mathematics, statistics, Python, SQL. That's where we start. And we have people with the third degree PhDs coming to study this program because all over the world, ITech pays the best. And so, you know, it's interesting. So, we talked recently with... Um with Arya Green, you may know, I mean, he's working a lot in Israeli tech, uh, helping, uh, helping innovate and help saving lives in Africa. Obviously, Israeli tech, uh, as you said, Momo, you know, pays well, and it's, it's becoming this economic, um, you know, tremendous boon for Israelis. But um, how powerful is Israel's reputation as a tech hub in eliminating some of the misinformation that people have about Israel? Listen, unfortunately, I have no control all over the world. I am trying to control what myself and control my, the area I'm surrounded with. 
the, we are, I'm using your platform to tell people, guys, listen, if you have a child or yourself, you are 30 years old, you're 25 years old, you're out of college, uh, you work as a banker for 10 years and you're looking for something else. There is an opportunity to come to Israel. If you are Jewish, you can use money from Massa, get Massa grant that cover part of the expenses and come and get a new profession. By the way, you can study this program also on Zoom. So don't, you don't necessarily, we have some programs, you do not need to be in Israel to do them. You can be in a, a, um, York University right. and, and, and study the program three times a week at the Israeli time early evening, which is for, um, uh, for you guys, it's morning. And one of the days is going to be a Sunday. So it's not going to be a big problem. We want to share the knowledge, the passion, the abilities with the world. We need friends to come to Israel. We're going to help them to come to Israel. Me personally. You can look me, you know, if you go momo at itc.tech, momo at itc.tech, I'm going to help you. You can contact me. If you want to study something else, let me know as well. I'm, I'm going to try to help. I'm not the government. But that's the way you, you understand it. That's the way you deliver different message. By the way, our campus is in Tel Aviv. This is something so much more vibrant than Manhattan. This is amazing, amazing, beautiful, gorgeous, peaceful country. What you see on the news, what happened in Yerushalayim, in Jerusalem, it's in one square kilometer. At the same time, the bars and the pubs and the restaurant and the beaches all over the country are packed with people. Well, listen, I mean, I wish you tremendous uh, continued success, Momo, in, uh, in your work bringing people to Israel and uh, really show them the truth, uh, the truth about Israel. So thank you so much for, uh, for joining us today, Momo Lifshitz. Thank you very much, guys. All the best to you over there in Canada. And uh, shalom. And shalom to you. Thank you again. And Bye. that's today's edition of the Honest Report podcast. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to our alerts, subscribe to our podcast, Leave a review, and if you like what you heard, please consider a donation to support our continued efforts. You can do so at honestreporting.ca slash donate. And until next time, thank you so much for listening.